All right, you're listening to the So Baseball podcast on March 15th. We are talking about baseball again on this podcast, thankfully. And today I had a special guest host. It was just me and my brother Dave going through um, all the early news in the season. The The CBA is, is signed and ratified and baseball has begun. So we talk about um, the big news in spring training, um, some Padres hot stove, and then we talk a little bit about our plan for the fantasy baseball season. So enjoy the show. All right. Roscoe. Daver. Hey, guy. You like the baseball? I love baseball. <laughs> I know you do. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good. I think it's just going to be you and me today, so we can really get some some work done. Yeah, let's really let's uh, let's make them regret they didn't get in here. I know, and uh, you know, it's been a few days, so they've had their chances. Yeah, they've had their chances. Uh, the the viewers, the listeners won't know this, but I've been sending out a a ping every day or so. Who can pod in a half hour? Who can pod today? Right. Everybody's so busy. Um, well, I'm busy too, but I'm never too busy to uh, pod and to ex- talk baseball with exactly with Ross Neglia. Exactly. We've got so much to celebrate. We haven't even done our baseball is back ep- episode yet. So this is yeah. it. Well, that'll have to. You think this is it, or, or this will that is be it. when this is it? There's okay. no sense lying and pretending that it hasn't happened. Baseball is back, and so baseball, baseball hasn't talked about it yet. You're right. We haven't had anything on the air yet to talk about baseball, and, and that's happening now. Yeah, so here we are. Welcome back, Major League Baseball. We were, uh, we were staring down the barrel of a long lockout, and then all of a sudden, um, the skies parted, the the sun came out and now all of a sudden spring training has started and we're going to have spring training games in two days. I know it's amazing. It, they really can turn it around fast if they want to, they, they figured can. out how to do it. And we're, we're right there. It's funny that there's players that don't have teams yet and they're big, big players. Exactly. And we'll they get to that. It, it's one of the biggest stories of this week is uh, not only all the big signings and trades, but all the um, all the folks that don't have a team yet is just like right. flabbergasting. It's it's crazy, but it's exciting. Um, yeah. So uh, amongst the big names that are not signed, uh, as we pod here on March fifteenth, we have Freddie Freeman still Freddie without a Freeman. team. Carrasco yep. looks like he's going back to the Astros, although that's not set. Um, Trevor Story of the formerly of the Colorado Rockies is teamless. So that's another big question mark. Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, two former Cubs are, are uh, still looking to where they're going to end up. Um, your, your favorite Kenley Jansen um, still doesn't know where he's going to be pitching next year. So there's still a few pieces of the puzzle to fall into place. There are. There are a few pieces. Um, 
But you know what? That, that'll happen. And, and, and it'll happen fast. And a lot of the news will fly right over my head. And I won't even know who, got, who ended up where until I see him in a game. And that's yeah. okay. Because that's the thing about baseball. There's so much news and so many things happening that it's okay not to know it all. And just to enjoy what you do find out. And then focusing on your favorite team and, and seeing what they're doing. Um, exactly. So I am not going to be mad that I don't know everything because that's just not going to happen. I'm just going to yeah. take in what I can take in. Well, you know, in a, in a fantasy baseball context, um, you, you've got to decide how many layers deep of the seven layer dip, dip do you need to go uh, in a 10 team league? You, you only need to know the stars on every team in a 12 team league. You need to dig a little deeper in a, 15 teamer you're really going you know you're going 450 players deep into the player pool and then of course with a with a dynasty or prospects league you're you got to know minor leaguers and we're not going to get into any of that um in any of our fantasy discussions this season more than likely except for the you know i know last year we were like when is wander franco coming is it worth holding on to him we, that we picked him <laughs> We picked him up and dropped him, I think, two or three different times. And then finally he came up and uh, we didn't have him. So, you know, these things will happen. You can only hold your prospects so long. But uh, I think we did pretty well. We finished second last season in our on-base percentage league. And I'm looking forward to playing that league again with you this year. Yeah, I'm excited too. And, you know, what What I think fantasy does is it, it, it gets you – it forces you to find things out about players, individual players that you might otherwise not even care about or be interested in. So um, it's, it's happened in all my fantasy sports. You know, you just kind of, you have to investigate. You have to look into these things because money's on the line. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. Pride is on the Pride line. Pride is always I mean, on the line. For me, it's all, it's mostly a money thing, but, no, it's not a money thing. It's a it's a pride thing, you know. But money definitely enhances yes. the kind of the the motivation, you know. Um, but I think our league is not a money league, but it's a pride league. Um, if I'm not mistaken, our league is a pride league. Um, it's a organized by the folks over at Pitcher List. Um, yep. it's it's for the great pitcher, folks over at pitcher the list. great folks uh over at pitcher li- list um they've been there for a while um, yep and so this will be my third year playing in in the on on base percentage uh roto league and what that means is that we we use on base percentage as a stat category instead of batting average uh right, sort of to, right. to make it a little more interesting so yeah. um and this year, the, the league is going to change a little bit. We're going to allow daily transactions and immediate transactions. We're not going to do fab this year, I believe. Oh, okay. So that'll be Good. a little bit better. I don't like fab. Fab, not, I, don't, I don't really go for yeah, fab. Yeah, not in a daily league. Because you, you need to make ad drops, like in the morning of. Um, yeah. And you see, okay, you know, such and such isn't catching today. Well, screw it. I'm dropping them. I'm going to stream a new catcher today. Right. So, yeah. And I want to be able to do unlimited trades at no cost at, or unlimited pickups. Yeah. No cost to me, you know, just every day, all day. If I, if I feel like it, <laughs> um, I want to be able to do that without yeah. wondering, 
oh, at the end of the season, am I going to not be able to do this? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think that uh, hopefully the the wise commissioners will will make that change because they're they're smart and they know what they're doing. And they're yeah, and we're paying ten dollars a month, so they have to do what we say. Oh, really? Oh, well, okay. I I am. You're not. No, I haven't uh, chipped in on that that yet. Well, it's um, fine. It's uh, you know it's I'm just for the Pitcher List subscription. Um, the Pitcher List Plus subscription is ten dollars a month, um, right? Which right. I would if be paying get... anyway. Yeah, I mean, for the ad-supported one is free. <laughs> no, I don't know if that's true. Or not. <laughs> Who needs that? I mean, come no on. No one wants that. Nobody, nobody in their right mind would want that. I, if I see an ad, I I want to puke. So Me too. I always pay to get rid of those damn ads. Pay exactly. It's better to pay. I agree. I agree. Um, so, well, that is great info. And I'll have you know that I've also been studying up on the history of the great game of baseball. Yeah, um, give me a little background. What do you Well, I mean, let's talk about the great ones. We'll talk about Jackie Robinson. We'll talk about Babe Ruth, my two favorite players of all time. There you go. Um, and for different reasons. But uh, bottom line is they changed the game. And they, they were both amazing people. So yes, they were. a lot of people would say Babe Ruth was kind of, you know, a great player, but you know, they, they don't know about his humanity and they don't know about his, um, just the love that he had for people. Yeah, no, he was, he was one of a kind for sure. Yeah. Um, and then of course, I mean, you know, the great Jackie Robinson, I mean, hero, pioneer, legend, uh, I mean, you, where do you where do you stop? I mean, yeah. come on. So, I'm only at episode six. <laughs> right. So, I was going to say. So, if you're if you're up to Jackie Robinson, then you're more than halfway through the yeah. Ken Burns documentary. I just finished up episode six, which was great. It was really inspiring, and now I'm kind of curious because you know I'm kind of curious what's next. But I guess that's the uh, that's the whole idea there. Well, it's, yeah. Um, spoiler alert for Brooklyn Dodgers fans: uh, There's a sad episode coming up. Oh, yeah, that's too bad. Um, but, you know, pain and history and nostalgia are all kind of mixed up together in, in the history of sports. So right. nothing yeah. lasts forever. But uh, yeah. for the for the bleacher creatures, the, the bums, the dem bums, dem bums, uh, let's just say after after 57, um, things get a little sad. Yeah, so. no, understandably. I, I think I know why. I think I can see why, actually. Um, and uh but then the but, 60s know, are another great time for baseball you know you've got the yankees back on the rise with matt maris mantle you know so yeah uh there's something well, to i'm just to. excited to find out well a like willie mays nothing about him yet that's got to be coming and yep. then and then that whole the giants won the pennant thing I, i'm looking forward to figuring out when that happened I mean, that, that should be happened. coming. That should be coming very soon, right? Yeah, that, that's, I feel like that's coming soon. Yeah, um, that was Kevin like will kill us if we talk about thing. that too much. But that's a. <laughs> I believe that's fifty-one. Um, yeah, yeah. The I shot heard right. around the world. Um, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so so yeah, this is this is a great time to be us. It's a great time to be into baseball, and um, this year I'm going to try get down to uh, Petco for the first time and finally see a game. Uh, in San Diego with my uh, with my team. Never that's, actually been there. That's awesome. I I, I love that. Um, it's a great ballpark. It's a great um, ballpark experience too. Just the the whole um, 
kind of pedestrian area around the park mulling around before the game beer garden you know it's uh yeah it's very san diego it's very chill um and but great energy and great great ballpark and the the team should be good again this year yeah i i think i like what i'm seeing of course i found out that bad news about the whole tatis thing Ugh. um which man, that's that's kind of normal and maybe it'll work out for us i mean you know he he'll come in late you know he'll he'll come in hot and maybe right. he will be ready to do a full season and postseason if we can get to the postseason keep him healthy this season yeah i mean totally i wish he if he would have done the shoulder surgery in september a he'd he'd have a repaired shoulder by now and b he wouldn't have been riding around on motorcycles exactly no so well you know who knew who knew nobody well he probably knew but uh um yeah you know what hindsight's 2020 we'll get them back in seems like uh you know june looks like probably if we're lucky so that's okay that's fine yeah for 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 the padres uh it's fine for fantasy teams that drafted tatis as a number one overall they're they're kicking themselves right now thinking oh yeah um this guy's gonna be healthy right so you know you live and learn in fantasy um, but, uh, I'll say this 2020 contract wise is really the Padres window because we've got Snell for another year. We've got Clev Clevenger for another year. We've got Darvish. We've got Musgrove. Like the Padres rotation is not going to look like this in 2023. We're going to end up losing a couple of these guys. If we don't, we can't resign everybody. So this is our real peak window the dodgers are weakened somewhat um with the whole you know uh all the tommy johns forget for um uh what's his face uh what's his fa- um the red-haired kid um max muncie <laughs> may <laughs> dustin may right what's his, what's his first name oh the red-haired guy yeah the yeah with the long hair he kind of looks May. like Paddock, but he's redhead. Yeah, Dustin May. Yeah, Dustin May. Could be okay. Dustin May. So Dustin May's got the, the Tommy John. Kershaw says he's healthy. Trevor Bauer is on suspension. So um, you know the the Dodgers are weakened uh, yeah. by their standards. So the this is the Padres' year to take the NL West. Um, the Giants right. are going to be strong again too, but. Uh, the, what the Padres need is one more power signing, one more bat. We've got the DH in the National League this year, and yeah. the Padres have not made a statement as to who that's going to be. I mean, as much as I love Ha Sung Kim, he's not a DH bat. He's not a DH. Get a big, dumb DH in there. <laughs> that's what the DH is for, you know? Get a big, dumb hitter who can't field. That's what we need. I know. Well, that's what we don't have. And um, I mean, Hassan Kim is primarily a defensive player, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, he's yeah he can be get filling some, in for Tatis for the first. He can three get months. some timely hitting every so often, but he's not a DH. No, I mean, come so, on. Um, we definitely need another bat. Uh, I'm willing to roll the dice with Will Myers again, and we've got solid players in Grisham and Cronenworth and Manny. Our, our catching situation is fine. Um, so just just bring in 
another power bat. I don't care. I mean, Freddie Freeman would be outrageous. I don't think it's going to happen. But they say we're in the mix for Freeman, so I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, we were supposed to be in the mix for uh, some other big names, and that didn't happen. Yeah, we lost out on Nelson Cruz, who would have been perfect. Yeah. But um, the fact that he chose the Nationals over the Padres is kind of a snub because we're supposed to be one of the best teams in baseball. Right. Well, we're supposed to be. Supposed to be. Has anyone told us that yet? Because I don't know. <laughs> I think we Manny think... keeps telling the rest of the team and they don't seem to be listening. Manny is Manny's our captain. He's, yeah. the, he's the guy. He's he the is. one. He is. So I mean... He can lead us. He can lead us. He's, a, he's strong. He's uh, mentally strong. I believe he can lead us. Do you think the Padres signed Trevor's story? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't really know because uh, I don't know what they're doing. Because Tatis looked back... okay in the outfield last year. You bring Trevor Story in, then you've got um, you got your your shortstop, short-term solution, and then um, you know Tatis can can move over to second. Cronenworth can play first. Hosmer, who's uh, you can trade Hosmer, if, you know, pan him off on somebody else. So right. Well, I still like Hosmer. I, I, I like having him around. I know others don't feel that way, but I, I like having him around. I think he's a good he's good for the he's good for the the dugout. He's good for the team. He's good for morale. And I, I think we need to just, you know, embrace embrace what he does bring and not what he doesn't bring. You know? Absolutely. I'm still I'm still a big uh, Hosmer fan. He was the original uh, free agent. Right. So, he was the guy who told the world the Padres are serious about competing. Exactly. And now to just cast him aside for, you know, some reason, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with that. Well, uh, excuse me. If I could direct your attention to two pieces of information. Okay. Um, let's take a look at Hosmer's stats from last season. Um, okay. In 2021... He batted 269, not terrible. OBP 337, slugged 395. So that's uh, that's that's an over 700 uh, OPS, but not over 800. He had a zero WAR, which means he was just as good as anyone you could have gotten from the minors. He had only 12 home runs, which is lower than he's ever had. Uh, in my, any year minus the shortened season. So his power has dropped off even worse than it was. And, you know, 268 is a fine average. 269 is a fine average. But um, if you're only going to hit 12 home runs, you better hit 300. So he's just mediocre at the plate. And I think that's what's made a lot of people uh, disappointed with him. Well, I don't want to go completely off the rails here, but I, I might – Make him our DH. And what everything you just said seems like it's that's a really bad idea. <laughs> but I think that he's still got it. You know, don't, don't, I don't think we should think one year equals everything. Right. He could come, he could have a bounce back year. And especially if he's like, you're the DH, just sit in the, sit in the dugout, inspire everybody, do, you know, do it the way you do it. And, um, I think it could work. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I believe it could work. I mean, he could turn it around. We could say last year was an anomaly. 
Um, he had a he had a great season in 2020 when he slugged 517 and had a one war season in a 60 game season. Uh, I, I was perfectly fine with Hosmer in 2020, although I think that's the year he like broke his hand bunting. Is that? Um, but uh, are bunts are bunts outlawed now? <laughs> yeah, so we won't have that problem. So that's uh, out. Yeah. So don't worry about that anymore. Which is dumb. Can I mean switching gears? Now that's stupid. That's never going to happen. Oh, so it didn't happen yet? No. Oh, okay. All right. Good. I I thought it was someone. I can never tell if Kevin is joking or just what he's doing. But when <laughs> you put stuff out there, and then I well, these rumors come out. You know, I mean, uh, they they say ban the shift, ban the bunt. Like the, during the negotiations, we had no idea what they were planning to do. So. We only had that to go on, and they ended up not banning the shift or the bunt, at least for this season. So the rules really oh, okay. remain in place. But okay. I do agree well, if you good. if you ban the shift, um, I mean you you can't ban the bunt because the bunt is the weapon against the shift. Um, right. So you have to leave the bunt there unless you ban the shift. Right. Right. Uh, I, I might not have even been saying that right, but anyway. Don't worry, your beloved small ball, uh, dead ball era, Ken Burns baseball is not going away anytime soon. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I'd be against banning the shift because I think that you should be able to stand wherever you want. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this baseball documentary has really given me a whole new perspective on just, you know, rules and, and how they can change the game. And just, you know, so if you said, hey, the players, the you know, these positions have to stand in a certain place, you know, during the pitcher's wind-up or whatever, then that's a new rule. That's the way it's going to be, you know, and then they can run to whatever fucking shift point they want to go to, right? you know, at any given time. But I don't mind if they, you know, um, do these things. I think banning the bunt would be stupid, though, because, you know, I mean, it's it's the bunt. You yeah, need it's the that bunt. Bunt. It's part of the game. I mean, that when I was in, when I was struggling with my hit, you know, trying to get a hit, I'd often go back to the bunt just to kind of get put a ball in play. Exactly. You know, so for me, it's kind of like a, a nice little thing to know. You can always fall back on the bunt. Exactly, and you know, it goes back in baseball as as old as time, so you can't take it out. Then again, yeah. so does pitchers hitting, and that has gone away. So um, right. three cheers to. Three cheers to the universal DH in my books. Yeah, there's been a lot of changes, a lot of changes over the years. Um, not all of them good, but many of them good. Yes, most of them good. Most of them good, yes. Um, I agree with that. So you and I are going to be participating in fantasy baseball. I've got a few <laughs> names. I, the, of those names you just named, I had two other people that I was thinking about. Okay. That you didn't name, but I don't think they're some secret thing or something. Okay, well, lay you know? it on me. For one, you've got Mike Trout. You know, let's not sleep on the Trout man. A lot of people are sleeping on Trout this year, though. Oh, really? No. Well, just because he's struggled to him. stay healthy. No, I think this is his big year because now, you know, he's got uh, he's got his his double, you know, double whammy right hand man there pitching and hitting all the damn time. And uh, you got to love that. So he's excited to come back. Um, and <laughs> and then what about Mookie? I don't even hate the Dodgers as much anymore because, you know, again, 
I watched that documentary yeah. and, and they are a good team. They're, they're a lot of people's favorite team for, for a very good reason. So, you know, I ended up getting, he, I ended, I, I agree. And uh, you know, I'm not as hard on the Dodgers as, as you are. And I ended up getting Mookie in with the 20th overall pick because there's just some doubts about his health coming out of last season. Right. Um, but back to my question, uh, let's say we're the fifth overall pick and we have a choice between Garrett Cole, Bo Bichette on the Blue Jays, or Bryce Harper on the Phillies. Now, this is in an OBP mm, league. Interesting, or interesting. Vladimir Guerrero on the, on the Blue Jays. So wh- where are you going if you're faced with those four picks? Well, I can, I'm gonna, I can limit it to two right off the bat. Got to go with Harper or, or Vlad. Those, are, those would be my two choices. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I'd probably pick Vlad just because I, I like – I like him better as a, as just a player and a guy. Yeah. So I, you know, that'd be more fun to root for, but I, I don't think that Harper's having a bad year. He's always putting up great numbers. He's yeah. just, it's just the, the way, you know, his whole vibe. I don't, I don't really yeah. think his vibe, but no, people don't you know, think his vibe. That's okay. His vibe, his stats are what we're after. There's no vibe stat in fantasy baseball yet. So. <laughs> Maybe that's what we should propose. That would be good. <laughs> I would, vibe. You know, like a vibe stat, you know, like, you know, who's got that intangible, I guess it'd be hard to track, but we can figure out how, you know. Well, back in the day when, um, when my friend Todd used to play um, MLB baseball, like on the ColecoVision or whatever it was, um, one of the stats, one of the measurements of your player was prestige. Uh-huh. And that's kind of along the same lines of it. And it, intangible stat is prestige um and vlad guerrero of course has the the family pedigree as well uh his dad is a hall of famer but uh with vladimir guerrero jr you're not getting the stolen bases um but you're getting a massive uh boost in every other category especially an on-base percentage league you're getting um but with bo bichette or with um harper you are getting stolen bases so yeah uh, which you're not getting with vlad so yeah you're not getting that with him well you know it'd be tough but maybe i'd lean harper there at the end at the end of the day i might might lean harper yeah i guess i just because you know what until they have the like who's the who's my favorite guy to hang out with thing you know what (laughs) he's out there he's out there aggressively and dickishly putting up fantastic numbers exactly so that's exactly. what you want aggressively and dickishly putting up numbers you're right you know doing it as much because he likes doing it is just to rub everybody's nose in it you know so he's got motivation i can't argue with that dave i can't argue with that and he had he had last year a 429 obp he hit over 300 i mean this is why he got the mvp right um he right. hit 309 429 OBP, 615 slug for a 1.044 OPS. That's just like on a season. Most people are lucky if they put that up for one month. He did that over the entire season. And he also managed to stay healthy the entire year, which was ridiculous. Um, He played in 141 games last year. So I, I like where you're going with that. Harper is just five category menace uh yeah he he chipped in with 13 steals last season which is pretty great 
for someone in their 10th year in the league. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, Harper, let's, uh, let's target Harper. <laughs> let's target Harper. <laughs> Hopefully no one else is listening in and he'll be available. Do we know, are we fifth? Is that what we're, we're uh, no, I don't know. They haven't announced the order yet, but, uh, oh, okay. I was just choosing that as random, but, um, yeah, that's a good one. That's, I mean, I think the first 10 spots, if it's a 10 teamer, which I'm pretty sure it is, right? It's a 10, 12, or is it a 12? even 12, there's 12 exciting first rounders that I would be more than happy to yeah. you know, build our team around. So, um, yeah, I think, I think we're, we're fine. There's, you know, there's a lot of unknowns and, um, sometimes doing the wrong thing can be the right thing. You know, <laughs> you make a bonehead play. You think I really screwed it up. Next thing you know, yeah. you're a genius. It's like the guy know? who drafts on auto draft and he took four catchers, but then all of a sudden, like he, he turns out to win the league, you exactly. know, exactly. so that kind of shit can happen. But, um, you know, last year we kind of got forced into um, we got forced into a tactic because nobody drafted a pitcher. If you remember, people were just leaving all the pitchers that. on the board. And so we yeah. just kept snapping up all these top pitching prospects. Right. Um, we had Corbin Burns and we had other players like other pitchers at his level because nobody wanted a pitcher. So we just dominated the pitching, but hitting was like impossible to come by. So we were, scraping the bottom of the barrel and picking up Connor Joe and dropping Connor Joe. And, you know, like, I know we so... were so, yeah, that was, <laughs> well, well this year we'll do that. Yeah. And we didn't even end up really excelling in any pitching stats, even though we had all these pitchers that we picked up. You're apparently. right. No, this year we're not going to fall into that trap. No, if everyone's this year, we go with the flow. If everyone's picking batters, you hit, you pick batters, you know, we're like I, the one guy who like drafted a tight end before, you know, it's like, <laughs> Oh, he's great. No, no, just wait, wait till everyone else starts doing it. And then we'll do it. We're not going to try to set any, you know, trends last year. We were, trying yeah, to set we were trends. trying to set trends and we still did good, but we worked harder than everyone else. We sure fucking and, did. God, it was and, exhausting. You know, season. We had worked as hard as they worked. We'd have been an eighth probably or so. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, so, we could have, we could have thrown the towel early and just, and just giving up, but we yeah, stayed by at sheer, it. by sheer, just will to win. We, we kept it, you know, we kept ourselves in the game. So um, I think that this year, let's, let's try to just, you know, do what everyone else is doing. You know, no, we're not going to try to get tricky and stuff. And I think that's the move. Yeah. You got to read the room. Uh, I think is the rule. Got to read the room. Agree with um, that. We didn't do ourselves any favors by uh, stocking up on pitching when everybody else was taking all the hitters available. So I'd say the only th the only way we take Garrett Cole or Corbin Burns in the first round is if we're picking like 10th or 11th and they've fallen all the way to us. And then knowing we can take another hitter on the turn right away. Um, you know, I'd, I'd say that's the only chance we take a pitcher in the first round is if we're late in the first round. And someone like Garrett Cole falls to us. So, yeah. And maybe we, maybe we try to reevaluate because, you know, hitting and is easy to figure out. That's fine. But the, the pitchers thing is, is harder to figure out in fantasy because, you know, like relievers only pitch an inning and then, you know, starters do a lot, but then they don't get a win. So right. like, I feel like we might want to sort of 
pick a new sort of strategy that we just go, okay, we're going to be like, you know, fourth or whatever, you know, we're going to just get fourth in all these categories when we write down the, right down the middle, not go for number one, and then focus on number ones in all of our offensive categories, mm -hmm. you know, yep. that might be the way to go instead of thinking, Hey, we're going to get wins, you know, strikeouts, ERA, and then wind up not getting any of them. Yeah. Well, this is what I was saying to Goldberg earlier on the phone today. The pitcher statistics are ridiculous because really only one pitcher statistic is completely within their control. Um, and that's strikeouts. Wins is completely team. Same with saves. You can't get saves if your team doesn't win the game and, and put you in the game in a, in a position to get a save. So, yes. although this is a saves and holds league, I should have mentioned that. So you get a credit for holds. So we're not going to be drafting really any like name closers anyway. We're just going to be going after the Tyler Matzeks of the world and trying to get these easy holds and stop worrying about saves because saves and holds count the same. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But, no um, closers. No closers. No closers. Yeah. We just holds. We don't need that. Holds um, cheap only. holds. Yeah. Okay. But the other thing is um, the ratios. Uh, if we play our cards right, we can keep our ratios healthy. Um, and essentially, so I think essentially what you're saying is we're going to punt wins. Um, because last year we came in last in wins anyway, practically, while we were chasing wins. And we got burned. So this year we, we focus on hitting. Um, we, we chase. Um, we don't chase wins. And we focus on our, our middle relievers, our late leverage relievers. We stock up on holds, no saves, and keep our whip and ERA healthy. And we'll, be, we'll dominate eight categories. Yeah, that's, the, that's what I think we should do. Beautiful. I love this. We're going to work. We're not going to outwork them. We know we're going to outwork them. That's we'll always outwork deal. them. We're the first guy so, in the gym every morning. Exactly. Exactly. So if there's stuff that we can't control, that's not good for us. We need stuff where work pays off for us. <laughs> exactly. You know, we don't need to go nine innings, not get the win, you know, and uh -huh. just be like, what the fuck was that for? Yeah. You know, it helped our ERA and that was about it. Maybe, so many of these pitchers even. disappointed us last year. Aaron oh. Nola was a disappointment. Strasburg pitched one game. Yu Darvish really fell off. Yeah. Like all of our star pitching like kind of collapsed on us. Yeah. And we also need to figure out um, if we're going to be trigger happy or if we're going to, if we're going to give guys time to figure it out. Because I think last season we also kind of had like an uneven strategy there, you know, like we would, we would, Give a guy a little time, but then, oh, no, fuck it, cut him. And then he would, like, figure it out. You oh, know? yeah. We either got to just be, like, one or two bad games and you're done. Get off our team. We don't want you. Or yeah. we're going to wait it. We're going to let these guys figure it out. Because the middle thing is where we where we get screwed, I think. Right. Exactly. So we, we can talk about that, too. Um, but it's exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah, I like our new strategy. I think we've talked through, and I think we've arrived at something here in an organic, natural way, and I think it's going to yeah. serve us well. I um, do too. I so do too. I'm glad we've had this time to chat, and um, you know, the the other guys are going to um, be sad that they missed it. They're probably yeah. they're probably yelling at their 
TV like Leonardo DiCaprio right now saying, wait, you didn't talk about the Giants. Right. We, we got Carlos Rodon. You didn't even talk about the Giants. Well, Kevin and Sasha, we didn't talk about the Giants because um, we want to wait for you guys. And yeah. Av, Av, we didn't talk about the White Sox because we're waiting for you. Um, right. The White Sox are good, favored about. to win the American League this year. So um, we didn't want to get that started without you. So don't, fear not. The rest of our beloved panel will be back shortly. And I know Sasha probably wanted to um, be on this, but uh, sounded like he was on the road or something. So um, we'll catch up oh, with okay. all you guys. We'll catch up with all you guys in the next day or two. And to our faithful listeners, baseball is back. So baseball is back. And go Bruins. Go Bruins. And the Neglia brothers are back. <laughs> they never left, baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Two sets of them are back. It's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have Uncle Bruce back on here, too. Talk about yeah, his we favorite don't even, team. We don't even know what he thinks of baseball. He no. never talks about it. He's a football man. Yeah, he's a football man, but we'll get him in the mix. Um, oh, yeah. No, he's got opinions. You know he's got some thoughts. He's definitely uh, um, played the game. So yeah. we know he's going to have some thoughts on it. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, stay tuned for what's what promises to be a very fun season here on the So Baseball Network. So thank you all for listening. Thank you, Dave, for joining me. Thank and you for hosting and producing so well, as you always do. Thanks, Dave. You're the best. Back at you. Have a great day. And we'll see you on the diamond. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye.